Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we take a look at the Manitoba Curling Hall of Fame and Museum's announcement of their most notable team ever in the history of this province for curling. Who is it? Place your bets. The answer on the podcast. We've been following this story, this next story, for the last couple of months. We've had our friend Resby Coots on the show a few times from the Manitoba Curling Hall of Fame and Museum to talk about their mission to select the most notable team in the history of curling in Manitoba. This was part of the Manitoba 150 celebrations. That's why they wanted to come up with this. There was a committee to select the winner, but also a fan's choice based on donations. Today, we learned the winners of both. But instead of me telling you, there was a media availability this morning, and we got to hear from the people that helped decide it, like Resby and then the president of the hall, Peter Nichols. We did have visions of a great, uh, a huge event uh, to kick off the curling season this year. Uh, we were going to invite uh, representatives or all of these great teams that we've been celebrating uh, throughout the past year. But, uh, of course, the pandemic didn't allow that to happen. But it did allow us to launch a, a very successful uh, awareness campaign and a fundraiser that's generated uh, over $8,300 for us. Um, and just for information, uh, we've committed to putting at least half of that into our foundation, which is uh, managed by the Winnipeg Foundation. Um, it's eligible for uh, $1 for each $2 of matching from the Manitoba Heritage Trust. So it has been and is going to be a very nice bump uh, for our foundation. The fundraiser uh, was based on a people's choice voting uh, donations at our website at uh, CanadaHelps.org. Uh, and you can look at CanadaHelps.org to see uh, uh, how that actually went if you haven't been monitoring it. The number one team uh, and a neat part of curling history uh, uh, and recognition of curling history, the number one team, uh, a very subjective donation-based ranking, Gordon Hudson's team from uh, the 1928-29 Briar Champion team. Um, I talked uh, yesterday, and there's a note from uh, Gordon Hudson's grandson, also Gordon Hudson. Uh, there's a note from him in uh, the news release that you'll get uh, talking about the competitiveness of the Hudson family and how he just absolutely believed his dad, Bruce Hudson, would not have been happy if the Hudson name wasn't at the top of the heap on this People's Choice ranking. And uh, I think it's just a neat thing that that a name uh, from virtually a century ago uh, uh, was brought to the top and the Strathcona Curling Club was brought to the top. Carrie Anderson and, and Jennifer Jones uh, were number one or two and three in the People's Choice ranking. And between the three of them, Hudson, Jones, and Anderson, uh, they raised almost uh, half of the total that we raised. And in a broad, general way, we want to say a sincere thank you to all the people who contributed to support the work of the Manitoba Curling Hall of Fame and Museum through this project. But the other part of it was that we also wanted to set out to name a most notable team in Manitoba curling history, and that was determined by a committee of about 30 curlers, curling fans, and curling media. And our president, Peter Nichols, is with us. He's going to tell you uh, who the teams are at the top of that list. So, Peter, uh, I'm going to go on mute, and it's over to you. We're going to start at number six. The skip of this team, together with the differing teammates, was undoubtedly the most dominant women's curler of the 1980s and 90s. Connie Laliberti's 1984 team with Chris Moore, sisters Corrine Peters and Janet Arnett won Manitoba, Canadian and World Championships where they went 10-1. and They were the first Manitoba 
uh, women's team to capture a world championship. So that was our number six in the most notable teams in Manitoba. Moving on to number five, you've heard a little bit about this team already. We have to go back almost 100 years for the fifth most notable team in Manitoba curling history. Gordon Hudson's team was the first ever to win back-to-back priors in 1928 and 29. They also won the MCA Grand Aggregate in 1928. As you've heard, Hudson's team was also the People's Choice most notable team. Their supporters raised almost $1,500 for the Manitoba Curling Hall of Fame and Museum. Moving to number four, this skip perhaps has been the most dominant Manitoba skip ever, with 11 Manitoba men's titles. Over the course of almost 20 years, he and various teammates won almost everything there was to win, with the exception possibly of an Olympic medal. The team ranked fourth on our most notable team list was his 2011 to 2014 team. Together with John Mead, Reed Carruthers, and Steve Gould, they captured the 2011 World Championship. Mark Nichols replaced Steve Gould for the latter part of this team's run of successes. Moving to number three. This skip also was a dominant force in men's curling for many years. He won Manitoba titles in 1981, 88, and 95, and became the only Manitoba team to win a world championship at home when they went undefeated in Brandon in 1995 with Jeff Ryan, Rob Meekin, and Keith Fenton. Terry Burtnick competed in the 1997 and 2001 Olympic trials as well, where in 2001 he came within a game of earning a trip to the Olympics. At number two, Don Duguid, Rod Hunter, Jim Pettipiece, and Brian Wood won the Manitoba Canadian and World Championships back-to-back in 1970 and 1971, going undefeated at both world championships. They remain the only Manitoba team to successfully defend a world championship. Which leads us to number one, and there's no surprise here. Over 80% of our ranking committee chose Jennifer Jones' team or teams over the past 15 years as the most notable team in the history of curling in Manitoba. Jones, with a few personnel changes over the years, has dominated curling in our province and perhaps in the world, winning eight Manitoba championships, six Canadians, and two world championships. Undoubtedly, the crowning achievement was the 2014 Olympic gold medal, where Jones, with Caitlin Laws, Jill Officer, and Don Askin McEwen, went undefeated. Over the past 15 years, Jennifer has also had teammates including Kathy Goche, Georgina Wheatcroft, Janet Arnett, Kathy Overton Clapham, and Jocelyn. Peterman. Jones continues to be one of the best teams in the world today. Well, yeah, of course it's Jennifer Jones. She's the best. An unparalleled run of success, as Peter explained. Now, again, just to reiterate, they didn't say great. They said most notable, and Resby explains why. Note the, the use of the word notable as opposed to greatest. And and uh, and, I th- and Jennifer's team... Uh, um, as we as we did this campaign, people occasionally we encountered people who said, uh, "Not sure why you're doing this." Uh, clearly, Jennifer Jones uh, is number one, and I think it'd be fair to say that if we'd been talking about the greatest team, we might still have been talking about Jennifer Jones and and her team as the greatest team in Manitoba curling history. But we used the the terminology "notable" because we we didn't want to get into that uh, that age old discussion about. Uh, you know, is a team from uh, 1928 uh, really comparable with a team from 2020? Um, 
but but they're notable the notable accomplishment and and the example I used all along uh, was the, uh, the Terry Bronstein team from 1958 when when we had a uh, a guy and his three high school buddies win the uh, British consuls and go on and almost win the Briar lost the final to uh, to Matt Baldwin uh, clearly a notable accomplishment in Manitoba curling but um, Terry would uh, also agree that uh, they probably wouldn't have been on a list of the greatest teams in Manitoba curling history. So, so that was the distinction that we tried to make. And, uh, but with, uh, uh, with the, with Jennifer's team, the, the challenge was that uh, she's had such a long span of 15 years with virtually no change in personnel. uh, Our standard was that if there was a one person change in person personnel year to year, and if there was uh, an accomplishment uh, for that team uh, within a five-year span, uh, that it was considered to be the same team. And, and of course, Jennifer and her teams have had virtually uh, annual success uh, at both the association and the Grand Slam level. Grand Slam level. And of course, uh, that undefeated run uh, to the Olympic gold medal was uh, was obviously uh, the spotlight event of all of that. Just to go through the top 10 of the most notable, you heard the top six from Peter Nichols. Seven was also Jeff Stoughton, the 99 through 06 iteration. Connie Laliberti, also number eight, 92 through 95. Vic Peters' team from 92 through 97, and Ken Watson's rank from 1942 through 47. They round out the top 10. And we also today learned from... Resby that they've published virtually the complete history, basically, of the MCA Bonspiel Championships and Grand Aggregate winners dating back to the first spiel in 1889. So they attached some documents that are very long. He said they probably won't be published just because it's a lot of paper, but they have those now. So it's cool. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell. Or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I think you're out of luck. But Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?